Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. So good to hear that music. It is Black Hole Sundays. I'm Stephen Langford, your host. It's the Raider podcast for however many of you Raider fans are still here in the Bay Area, even though they moved to Las Vegas. So thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. You can catch me normally on the pregame show on 95.7 The Game from 5 to 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. But since the Raiders aren't in the Bay, there's plenty more to talk about during that show but I put it all into this one podcast, and we got a couple of things today. First off, just want to give a big congratulations to Tom Flores and Charles Woodson, both inducted into pro fo- into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tom Flores, I mean, there's no there, there's no more that needs to be said. First Hispanic head coach to win a Super Bowl, as mentioned in the Al Davis podcast. And it, it's just, it's far too late for him to get inducted. So congratulations to him. And of course, Charles Woodson, first ballot guy. He, of course, played with the Raiders in Oakland from 98 to 2005. Went to Green Bay, won a Super Bowl, came back to Oakland, played for the last three seasons of his career, made a Pro Bowl in the final season of his career. And I think we can all agree that he's very well-deserved Five-time Pro Bowler with the Raiders, two-time All-Pro, and just the ultimate Oakland Raider. It's hard to tell the story. You can't tell the story of the Oakland Raiders without mentioning Charles Woodson. The dedication that he had to the fan base. I was there for his last game, and I cried. May have had a little too much alcohol that day, but I did cry when he was making that speech toward the end. It got emotional, but uh, number 24, man, it's just everything that he did. I'll never forget that one season, that that last season, at least his final one, where he had five interceptions on the year, and that one against the Chiefs that he had where he caught it toward the end of the sideline. Man, doing that at age 39 years old. He was just unbelievable, and everything he was doing uh, earlier from 98 to 2005, being a part of really in Oakland in the 
late nineties to two thousands when they were when they moved back from LA, he was a pivotal part of why they were successful uh with that Raider team. So uh congratulations to Charles Woodson seeing that video if you haven't seen it already, uh where the big dude David Baker goes in presents him with his Hall of Fame induction. It's a it was a really emotional video. So very cool stuff. Charles Woodson, of course, uh a fan favorite. But it is the free agent frenzy. And everything that's going around right now, we gotta remember, it's all speculation. And we're gonna speculate today. We're gonna speculate a little bit. Because anything that's come out so far is really just reports that's all you're going to get is a lot of interest a lot of this a lot of that but here are a couple of facts and and something that is for sure going to happen or not going to happen rather one you got Derek Carr people wondering if he was going to go anywhere get traded because the name was brought up with Deshaun Watson and if you can get Deshaun Watson of course you make that trade but we did mention in the podcast last week that John Gruden on that Chris Collinsworth podcast where he was quote-unquote tampering with Richard Sherman, he spoke so highly of Derek Carr, it's tough for me to... I'm looking at that, and he just spoke with so much conviction about how Derek has mastered the offense, and I'm like, "Eh, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like a situation like with anywhere else where there's skepticism among the quarterback. Um, John Gruden spoke so highly of him, it's hard for me to believe that they would even want to trade him. And the report came out earlier this week. David Carr from the NFL Network has said that multiple teams have made calls to the Raiders, have made offers, and the Raiders have said no to every single one. So I think we can assume that Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback in, in 2021 and beyond. So let's just put any of that to bed. Let's put any of that Derek Carr trade talk to bed. That's not going to happen. It's not. However, they did sign Nathan Peterman yet again. Why did they do that? Because they feel like Marcus Mariota is a trade piece, and it has been reported that he is involved in trade talks. What can he get traded for? I'm not sure, but I do know that it's going to free up some cap space in this way too big of a contract that they gave him. Two years, $17.6 million dollars. Seven and a half guaranteed, an average annual salary of eight point eight million for a backup quarterback. That is way too much. And in twenty twenty one, he is set to earn a base salary of ten point six two five million. So you're really going to save a lot of money if you do end up trading him, and someone else will want to take that contract. Maybe it's the Bears. Maybe it's the Colts. I think it does depend on where. Carson Wentz goes and the decision that's made there. I think Sam Darnold's an interesting uh, uh, interesting piece to this puzzle over with New York with the Jets. So Marcus Mariota involved in trade talks. That's why they signed Nathan Peterman. So that's what it's going to look like in 2021, in my opinion. I don't know where he's going to go, but Marcus Mariota, maybe by the next time this podcast comes out next Friday, uh, that he will be somewhere else. But I also think that looking at mock drafts, I do think that they will draft a quarterback at some point. They have all seven of their draft picks, one each round, and they might be able to get another pick for it. I don't know whether it's a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder, a seventh rounder, but maybe they could draft a quarterback then if they do have an extra if they do have an extra draft pick, thanks to Marcus Mariota. So 
that's really the update between those two. The other one is that Tyrell Williams, a guy who was added to the Raiders, felt like he was a steal with his contract coming from the Chargers. He was a good wide receiver, but when you are part of a core that's as good as that wide receiver core over there in L.A., I mean, he was with San Diego at one point and then switched to L.A., but if you are part of a core that is that good, then it's tough to make a name for yourself. And they got him in his age 27 season. Uh, He had 42 receptions for 651 yards, had six touchdowns, showed that he could play and that he was athletic, but getting injured this year obviously was not good for his stock. And when when the Raiders right now with rugs, with Brian Edwards, with... Hunter Renfro, when they feel like they're building this young core, maybe they uh, want to just get rid of that. Con- they wanted to just get rid of that contract as well. They will save eleven point six million dollars in this time. And from John Gruden, he just says Tyrell, unfortunately, just couldn't stay healthy. He could have potentially tried to play through it with a harness, but when you have that much restricted movement, it's hard to catch the ball away from your body. And when the new league year starts on March seventeenth. He will be released. I do think this opens some doors up. Nelson Aguilar, that outburst that he had in the locker room, that's something that John Gruden covets. John Gruden loves Nelson Aguilar for that. I guarantee it. And I don't know what sort of contract he can get. I don't know what he'd be worth on the open market because other teams could be looking at it as just a one-off. Um, with all the drop issues that he's had in the past and his reputation, I think the Raiders would be inclined to try and sign him to another deal. So this opens the door for Nelson Aguilar, uh, in my opinion. And Tyrell Williams, I thought he was going to be really good. I did when they signed him to a free agent contract, but it didn't end up working out. So that's the update as of right now. Those are Those are the actual things that are happening. Tyrell Williams cut. Marcus Mariota involved in trade talks. Derek Carr not going to be going anywhere. Now, here's where we get fun. This is this is where we have fun. This is where the speculation starts because J.J. Watt and the Houston Texans have mutually agreed to part ways as they released him. So, naturally, every single team that needs a defensive lineman, which really feels like every team, any team could use a defensive lineman, uh, they want to go after him. And right now, here's my just initial thought on that. J.J. Watt is a Hall of Famer. One of the best pass rushers that's been in the game for the past 10 years. But in his age 32 season, coming up on 33, he was worth $16.7 million last year. That was what his average annual value was. I just don't know if they do pay him the big money. I don't know if he would be worth all that much because you got another guy named Leonard Williams. He needs a change of environment. Now, he's going to be expensive. He's going to be about $16 million as well. Could be more expensive than J.J. Watt. But if there are going to be any defensive linemen out there and you choose... You got Watt, you got Leonard Williams, you got Clowney, and you got Yannick Ngakwe, and you got to choose between those guys. I'm putting Watt maybe at the fourth spot. 
Actually, at the third spot. Never mind, not even the fourth spot. At the third spot, because I wouldn't want Clowney. Uh, 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 Clowney would might be the cheapest. I don't think he'd be expecting a multi-year deal. But if you can get one of those guys, Leonard Williams or Yannick Ngakwe, with their track record and how much they've played in the past and just how young they are, Ngakwe being 26 and Leonard Williams being 27, I think there's a lot more upside there. That's just me personally. And I know... You're probably thinking, wait, 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 you an idiot? Hall of Famer? J.J. Watt, you don't want J.J.? Steve, what's wrong with you? Look, man, that's just me. Like, I know he played 16 games last season, but let's just go through it. First five seasons in the league, played every single game. Four out of those five seasons was an all-pro. After that, three games. Year after that, five. The year after that, he was an all-pro, played all 16. But then the year after that, eight games. And last year, he played all 16, but he wasn't a pro bowler. And he ended up having five sacks on the year. Look, he's getting to his age 33 season. He's going to be expensive, going to be commanding a lot of money. I just think that Leonard Williams and Yannick Ngakwe have more upside. And Jadevian Clowney, that guy at this point, he is injury prone. It's it's not fair to say that. Again, I'll mention it, but I think it at least has to be brought up. Does it not? Do, do, don't we want these guys to be staying healthy on the field? And you want to make sure you at least are paying for availability. You don't want backups coming in for the Raiders. They're not exactly a team that's full of depth at the defensive line. They're already having issues with their starters. But Leonard Williams, in his time, in his first four seasons. He had 15, 16, 16, and 16 games. Then in 2019, he played 12 games. And then in 2020, he also played 12 games. But in those 12 games in 2020, he racked up 11 and a half sacks. So it's taken him a while, but in his age 26 season, he managed to get double-digit sacks for the first time in his career. So you are getting a guy who's playing with confidence, and you are going to have to get into a bidding war, but I think Leonard Williams would be worth it. And Yannick Ngakwe, he's had some issues trying to find his footing on a certain team. He was really good with Jacksonville back in 2017 when Jacksonville had that crazy good defense and just unfortunately had Blake Bortles at quarterback, which is a big issue. Uh, Then he went to Minnesota and then to Baltimore. He played five games for Minnesota. He started five games for Minnesota and started three games for Baltimore out of the nine that he played in. And in each of these years, he's had eight sacks, 12 sacks. That was the big one in 2017 when he was a pro bowler. Nine and a half, eight, and eight. I think that there's a lot of upside there too. He has the most consistency as far as being a pass rusher. And defensive ends are hard to find. It's tough. It's tough because he hasn't been able to find a team yet, and there's something there going into his age 26 season. So I do think that if they do get J.J. Watt, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm not going to sit here complaining and say that they should have gotten this other guy. But I would rather they go for Leonard Williams or Yannick Ngakwe if I needed a defensive lineman, as I've repeated multiple times so far. Last thing, cornerbacks. Richard Sherman recently this week said that he is looking for a two-year deal which means you'd most likely be getting him cheaper than anticipated as opposed to if you signed him to a one-year deal. 
And the other guy that's na- whose name is being mentioned a lot is Patrick Peterson. Dame Lillard wanting Patrick Peterson to come to the Raiders. Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I'm gonna toot my own horn. Called for Patrick Peterson last Friday. You know what? Maybe Dame Lillard listens to Black Hole Sundays. Maybe he does. You know, you never think that. Because I'm just a regular radio host from 5 to 6 in the morning on 95.7. You don't think that a superstar NBA player, one of the best in the league, possible MVP candidate toward the end of the season, you don't expect him to listen. But maybe he is. Maybe he is. And he's mentioned that he wants Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, going to be a little more expensive than Richard Sherman. But I think at this point, either way, I'm good with that. Ooh, I do have one more. I do have one more. I said the last thing was cornerbacks, but I got one more guy. Juju Smith-Schuster. According to John Clayton, who is one of the most plugged-in NFL insiders, absolute legend within sports media, he mentioned that the Raiders are very interested in Juju. Now, just to give you some background, he has been in the league for four years been with the Steelers this entire time in his second year in the league he was a pro bowler (laughs) caught 111 passes for 1426 yards that's crazy then in 2019 he missed a few games but only had 552 yards total and last season he had 97 receptions for 831 yards but here's what gets me about this last season compared to the ones previous The guy had nine touchdowns. First year, seven. Second year, when he was a pro bowler, seven. Third year, only had three. But this year he had nine. And I think one aspect that the Raiders are lacking in is a guy who they can absolutely rely on to get your catches in the end zone. Darren Waller is that guy, but defenses are always looking for Waller. If you can add a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, I wouldn't be mad at that. But the money that he is going to be commanding, in my opinion, is just too astronomical. And I don't want to pay for a guy that much who really... It's hard to make judgments on these dudes. You know, because when you're seeing him dancing on logos doing all that TikTok stuff, it just kind of rubs you the wrong way. And I don't know if he really fits for this team. I just don't. Even though the Raiders are interested at him or interested in him, they're currently $18.9 million over the cap. There are plenty of other guys they need to pay. And for the money that Juju Smith-Schuster can be commanding, which according to Spotrack... It's possibly $16 million a year, and I think teams would be willing to go for more than that. I just think with this young core of wide receivers, I would much rather them pay for Nelson Aguilar and see what he's worth because Smith-Schuster is going to be worth more than Aguilar, and I'd rather they try and convince Aguilar, hey, we're going to be different next season. The entire team needs to rally around this dude Aguilar because... If Henry Ruggs performs to a 12th overall pick type of potential, 
And Aguilar has the same type of season that he had this year. Brian Edwards in his second year makes a makes a leap and stays healthy. Hunter Renfro, I think he's just a, I think he's an automatic starting slot receiver. Third down in Renfro, you got a pretty good wide receiver core for cheap, and no championship team has ever won when they just pay a big name free agent wide receiver. Because this team's got a long way to go. Let's face it. Is Derek Carr the type of quarterback that can lead him to a Super Bowl? That remains to be seen. I need to see him win a playoff game first. But you are gathering this young core together. And who knows? Maybe one day you'll have to pay for a big-name quarterback once Derek Carr's contract is up. Uh, So that's really the update that we have so far. Derek Carr, going to be the quarterback in 2021. Marcus Mariota. Possibly going to be traded. He's involved in trade talks. Nathan Peterman was signed to another deal. People keep wondering how he keeps on getting these deals. No idea how. At the on, on the defense, I'd much rather have Leonard Williams or Yannick Ngakwe than J.J. Watt because we have seen the ceiling for J.J. Watt, in my opinion, and I think there's plenty more upside with those other guys. Then we'll see what happens with the with the free agent cornerbacks as Richard Sherman wants a two-year deal and Patrick Peterson, Cardinals are going to try as hard as they can to keep that guy because he is a Cardinals legend and that would just make fans pissed. So that's really the update that we have for you. Oh, and of course, Tyrell Williams being released, freeing up $11.8 million in cap money and... We had Tom Flores and Charles Woodson go into the Hall of Fame. Congrats to those guys. All right. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. It is Black Hole Sundays, the Raider podcast for you Raider fans that are still here in the Bay Area. You can catch me on 95.7 The Game on the pregame show from 5 to 6 every single morning, Monday through Friday. Now, I am taking next week off, but we do have new episodes of Black Hole Sundays even during this offseason, so... Stay tuned for all of the Raider updates. Catch me on Twitter at NiceGuySteven. You can catch me on my Instagram at Slangford2. Let's see if the Raiders make any sort of moves this upcoming week. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. Have a great weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.